Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment, where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hello, everybody. Oh my God, my hair is crazy. (laughs) It's a Sunday morning. (laughs) And uh, we're we're recording a Inner Bloom podcast episode. I'm Alexa. I'm Ambrosia. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to our kingdom. Uh, how are you, Ambie? I'm doing all right. I'm doing okay. I'm doing better than I have been this week. So going on the the uphill. Yeah, dude. Uh, this way. week seems to have been really, really hard for like every living being. It's like it doesn't matter if you're into this stuff or if you're just a regular human walking down the street. It seems like everyone went through a real, uh, a real. You know what it reminds me of? Like a week in school where you have like midterms. Oh yeah, and everybody's just like. Oh my God, dude. Like everyone's so stressed out. Everyone's so tired. Everyone's so afraid. Everyone's like crying. And there's just like, there's like, everyone's being pushed really hard, you know? Nobody's got sleep. Yes. It's just. I did find it difficult to sleep this week. How about you? Uh, no, sir. I slept so hard. Really? Each night I have slept so hard. I have dreamt so vividly and slept so hard that I cannot get up. Like, it's like I'm wow. usually the one that's up at my, – my fiance slept later than – or woke up way earlier than me yesterday. And that liter- – I don't know even know when that has ever happened. I am mm-hmm. always up at like 6.30. I have not been able to get up <gasps> past – eight or um, before 8 o'clock any day. So uh, I have been very, 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 very tired – and uh, I feel like that's it correlates with this week that we've been having because it's been so like emotionally, mentally, energetically draining and like exhausting that I just feel like there's a lot. That's another sign to me that we're we're going through something right now. Like we're upgrading, we're releasing a lot. We have a lot of things energetically that need to be um, healed or like downloaded in our dream state. So, yeah, I would agree with that. I had I've had really um weird dreams. I don't normally remember my dreams and I've had really weird dreams and then also I've had a really hard time like staying or getting to sleep, which is not something that I normally I suffered from insomnia for like years and years and years and so I found really good ways to like help with that yeah but this week I was up until like four in the morning Friday yeah and Dang, I was like girl. to the point to where I was like crying because I couldn't sleep mm-hmm. like have you ever got felt that way like oh my god so if exhausted. I can't if I can't sleep I get really upset 
Like, because of what we were just talking about Adderall, because of my Adderall days, Mm -hmm. I would never be able to sleep. And I would literally stay up all night and it would cause all these problems in my life. So now if I ever can't sleep, even just for like an hour, I get very triggered and upset. Because I feel like I'm ruining everything. I need to sleep. Yeah, that's how I felt Friday. I was like, why can't I just sleep? And I don't remember taking like a drinking, like I don't take Adderall, but I don't remember like drinking coffee or anything like that really late. But yeah, I just, it was crazy. I had my sleepy time tea. I had my apothecary, nothing. Well, you're super super sensitive too, like more so than a lot of people. So maybe you're sensitive to like what's coming in and, you know, like it feels like there's, so you guys, if you pay attention to the Schumann resonance, which I talk about on here sometimes, it's the the frequency of the planet that's literally measured in like, um, there's, it's not a map. It's like a measurement. I don't know. Yeah. In waves. Good. Yeah. If the, the, there's like literal Instagram accounts that are just dedicated to the Schumann resonance and I've been seeing it pop up over the past few days and it's like, they're going crazy. They're like, oh my God, like what is happening? It's nonstop. It's just like, it looks like someone's like pelting us with like snowballs basically of light. It's just like, like highest waves we've ever gotten over and over and over. Usually there's like one, one wave and then it goes crazy chill again and then like a few days later it'll be another it's just like boom 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 so something's definitely happening um and you're probably just really sensitive to it Ambie. um Alyssa said I haven't been able to sleep the past two nights I feel like a walking zombie yeah yeah uh also I titled this uh Facebook live breakdown or breakthrough question mark and Lex Westcott Hi, Lex. We share a name, kind of. Said, hey, is this a vote? I'm voting for breakdown. What a rush. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, Lex. That's funny as shit. I agree. That's really funny. Yeah. You know what's funny is that it is true. Like, someone asked me, is my friend going through a spiritual awakening or are they going through, um, what'd they say? Basically, are they going through, like, a mental breakdown? And I was like, you know, that's a good question because it what is. What's the diff? It's tricky business to determine. It's a thin line. Um, Oh, Lex says her name is Alexa. That's so cool. I actually went by, like, my name is Alexa too, obviously, but I went by Lex, like, before I had my awakening, I went strictly by Lex, and every, my name was Lex on everything. So, like, everyone from that part of my life knows me as Lex. So, hey, alter me. Um, Alter me. Alyssa says, Amby, I'm going to message you about this, but at night, I'm feeling the energy is insanely high when I'm trying to go to sleep. I've been trying to ground more often, but I know I need to do it even more. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, I would say grounding is going to help, but also I would say just to type, just to try and be mindful of where you're putting your energy. Mm-hmm. So be mindful of what you're, what you're diving into on social media. Be mindful of who you're spending your time with, all of it, because I feel like right now it's really important to maintain your, your outlook and the outlook that you want to have. Sorry, my hey, fiance. Yeah, my fiance just came <laughs> in here and I was like, recording yeah there. we joke that i need a recording like outside this room you know like uh on alex and i said the same thing yeah 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 jad recording. can make them we should get him to make them for us 
So gosh. we can like turn the light on. Turn the light on. Actually, he was joking that we, we should make one that says like meditating. Because <laughs> I was <laughs> I like, like meditating, that. don't come in here. Um, uh, yeah, well, I mean, th- let's talk about this like breakdown versus breakthrough thing because mm-hmm. – um, you know, this week it feels like, like we said, everyone's just been having like this kind of breakdown. Like it's just in their own way, you know, just feeling like so sad, so distraught, so like everything, like I'm failing as a big one I hear, like, or this isn't working or I'm angry. Uh, and, um, and like Ambie and I included, we've been going through a lot of our own stuff and just kind of feeling, it kind of feels like when you're at like kind of like you were describing, Ambie, when you're at the end of your rope and you're exhausted and you know mm-hmm. you need to go to sleep, but you also don't want to. It's like a toddler who's like, I don't want to take a yeah. nap. No, the world is just terrible. And you're, the mom is like, no, you just need to take a nap. And it's like, no, everything is really, really bad. That's kind of how it felt. Always. Yeah. And, you know, I got a pretty strong download the other day. I was posting about this and that's why I thought it would be a good topic is – um, remember that breakdowns often will happen before you have a big breakthrough and not to give up, but to give in, like give mm. in to what's happening. Surrender. Yeah. Try and, yeah. Try not to fight what's happening and just let yourself break down because I also was getting this, um, image. It's kind of like, yeah, think about it. Like what happened? Okay, let's say you're stuck in a room, right? And you need to get out of the room to a, mm-hmm. to a, a different room. What has to happen? You have to break down the walls, right? So that you can break through. So it's like you have to like work, you know, and like destroy some stuff in order to get out of there and to get into a new space. And so it makes complete sense when we're talking about like our beings that before you have a breakthrough to this new version of yourself, you have to have some sort of a disintegration or a breakdown. And that can often feel like you're freaking dying, like the world is ending, like everything sucks, like you're failing. And it's up to us to continue to remind ourselves when we feel that way. It's like, hold on, what's happening right now? I'm having a breakdown. Okay, wait, it, it doesn't feel good, but what does that mean? Well, it means something's changing. So what if I could just relax and just let myself feel how I'm feeling and just know that this is actually taking me where I need to go, you know? Mm-hmm. It happens every time. Every single time I have some sort of breakdown I, and I remind myself of that and then I have the toddler voice come in. It's like, no, it's just that everything really <laughs> sucks and I, it's really bad this time. It proves me wrong every single time. Like every single time right after I surrender, something amazing comes in or I discover a new part of myself or something changes, you know, that I really wanted to change. And so I think this is just a really big practice of, like I said, continuing to remind ourselves in those moments to not freak out and that this is actually a process to get what we want. I agree. I'm just breathing and like contemplating, contemplating. Yes. Sorry. I thought you were going to say, I agree, but I'm really not happy about it. No, <laughs> <Sorry>. no, <laughs> no, I agree. I've, I've been thinking about, I don't know why this is like coming up right now, but maybe it has something to do with it. I've been thinking a lot lately about a comment that someone left on my TikTok, and they said, um, someone asked if, if people that passed away ever talk about hell. And I was like, actually, no, they like never talk about hell. 
the only time hell gets brought up is like sometimes they'll say that they can't talk to me because it goes against their beliefs, right? Mm-hmm. But hell normally never gets brought up. And someone said, that's because we're living in it. And I was mm-hmm. like, wait a minute. That's actually like a really good point. Hold on. And then I started thinking like, what if this is as worse as it gets? This is the worst part. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just interesting yeah. because it's like, in no other dimension does anyone describe the conflict that you have within yourself or the doubt that you have or the worry that what other people think or, you know, the breakdowns or I've never heard any other dimension described that way. Have you? No, but it makes sense what you're saying because Mm -hmm. when, like if you listen to Abraham or any kind of arc nine or anyone like that, um, they describe earth and the human experience as like you're you're kind of like separating from who you really are in some mm-hmm. ways. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. like the human experience is to tap back into who they always say to discuss to remember who you really are and who are you really? You're this infinite being that has everything they need all the time and yeah. is always of pure love and light, right? So when you're in this human experience, you're actually separating from that so that you may know what you are not, so that you may know what you are. Yeah. And so it makes sense that this is the worst that it gets. Like and it can get as it can get pretty bad here if you want it to. Yeah, if you if you want that experience, which is valid and if you don't want that experience, that's valid too. But it's really I don't know why, but it's really comforting to know like this is as bad as it gets. Mm-hmm. For me, maybe that's scary and not comforting for others, but it kind of feels like all of these moments that we have that we keep we keep surviving, we keep living, like you've already lived through your worst days and you're going to continue to go through more worst days. Um, and you still survive, you still like make it, you know what I mean? Like that's why like these breakdowns, like you're saying, they're really breakthroughs, but it's it's okay to be sad. It's all right to feel how you want to feel, but... I love when Gary Vee talks about like you've already survived all of your worst days. Yeah. So you, you could survive this, whatever you're going through now. Yeah, totally. You've survived a hundred percent of your, your worst days, the days, all, including days you thought you weren't going to survive if you're still here, you know, I agree. Yeah. And actually it makes me think of, there's, <laughs> there's this one guy on TikTok. He's so funny. He literally, he just does this segment over and over again where he'll take things from the news and he'll just like walk out and, you know, yeah. he'll do a green screen. And he's just yeah. like, like, it's just worse and worse and worse every day where it's like these things that you're like, is this real or a movie where it's like, oh, now there's this asteroid that's like coming really close to Earth. Oh, now there's this volcano that might explode and kill everyone. Yesterday it was like, oh, now there's this nuclear reactor that might actually, that's leaking in a, it might be like a nuclear explosion that might. And Jesus Christ. For, but for some reason for me, it actually desensitizes me and it just makes me go, I kind of laugh and I'm like, all right, then, then whatever, then do it. Like, like I, what can I do? Like, have you heard about the drunk monkeys that have been killing people? Yes. Yes. I mean, it's, it's insane. Like it's insane. And so, and actually I posted something on Friday night that I saw somewhere that was so funny. It's like, Mm. I'm pretty sure 2020, there's somebody that keeps going back. It's proof that time travelers are real. And 
someone keeps trying to go back in time and fix 2020, but each time they do, they make it worse. So that's why we're seeing all these things that are like out of Jumanji. And I'm, and I'm like, yeah, that feels right. But the, the point is, the point is, for some reason, for me, it kind of just makes me go throw up my hands and go, okay, like literally every scary thing that could possibly happening is kind of happening. And at a certain point, you kind of just have to go, all right, so like then it, I used to fear so much an asteroid coming when I was younger. It would terrify me. And now I'm just like, all right, then take me back to source. I mean, I don't know. Like I'm here. I'm here doing my thing. And if I got to go back to source, I guess I will. But like it kind of gives me some weird sort of like invincibility feeling. And maybe I'm mm. just like weird and backwards. But what I'm trying to say is that this goes into surrender. It's kind of like the energy right now feels so high. So, and I don't mean high vibe. I mean, so fast. Yeah. There's so much coming at us. What choice do you freaking have, but to surrender? Because we used to be in a kind of energy where it felt like we could control stuff, right? We could be like an illusion of control. Well, I got this under control. Well, now it's showing you, yo, you never had control. You never mm-hmm. had control because there's this coming, this coming, this coming, this coming. You would have to be a freaking octopus with like 900 tentacles to try to handle all the things that were happening. And even then you wouldn't have a lock on it, right? Mm-hmm. So it's showing you, look, you never actually had control. All you have control over is yourself. And what all you need to do is just uh, relax, accept that, and do your best to feel the way you want to feel with the time that you have here and trust and know that the time you have here is not the only time you have, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a question. There's a couple of questions coming in. Do you want to answer? Let's them? do it. Yeah. Let's answer. Okay, so Becky says, Becky, <laughs> Becky says, how do you surrender during the breakdown? I feel like, I feel like at some points you're just so exhausted that you're like, all right, I just want this to stop. I just give up. I want this to stop. And I don't mean give up, like take your life. I mean like surrender to whatever I need to do next. Let's see what that is. So I remember having a breakdown last year and being in the shower and just crying and just crying and crying and crying and saying, I surrender. I just surrender. Please just let this get better. It always does get better. It will always get better. Um, You're not going to feel that way forever. It's just really painful when you're in the throes of it, when you're in the deep end of the pool, it's painful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I surrender. Yeah, I would say too, um, tapping is a really good tool. Mm-hmm. Um, I have tapping YouTube videos on my YouTube channel. I have tapping videos on my TikTok. I do, I go live on TikTok almost every day around five o'clock and do some tapping. Um, and I would say just find a tool like tapping that can really help you get present and relax your nervous system and most importantly, help you accept what you're feeling because that's, that's all that's happening, right? Like when we're having a breakdown, it's kind of like us coming to terms with what we're actually feeling. And there's part of us that's still struggling against that. Like, no, I don't want this to be happening. I don't, I don't want to be sad. I don't want to be scared. I don't want this. But Mm -hmm. genuinely surrender means accepting where you are, accepting that, like you, like Ambie said, you're sad, you're mad, 
you're not where you want to be. It's okay to acknowledge that. And actually the most powerful thing you can do is acknowledge that because when you do, you'll become very present and you will relax. Um, and and it's kind of like I see like a wave just rolling over you then. Then the wave can roll over instead of you like trying to fight the wave. It just goes mm-hmm. like that. And um, so that would be my like biggest tip for surrender is really get present, relax your nervous system, and accept where you are. Um, there's another, there's another, let's see, question. Ray Ann. Oh, cute. How do you give in without giving up? I have felt so defeated the past couple days. I guess it's, I guess it's kind of a similar question. How do you give in without giving up? Well, I mean, for me, I feel like when when people say give up, what comes to mind for me is suicide. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that to like belittle anybody. Like my uncle took his life and I talked to a lot of people that have killed themselves. But for me, that's giving up. That's like, and it's not right or wrong. It's just like, don't want to do this. I'm out. I'm done. So everything else is giving in. As long as you don't do that, you haven't given up yet. You're still in the fight. You're still standing up every time you get knocked down. Now, I'm not um, encouraging suicide, but I would say that if you truly feel hopeless, um, then I would talk to somebody about it because there's always there's always a different solution. Um, mm-hmm. Let me. What's coming to my mind, which is really interesting. I told Alexa this statistic, and her response was funny, and so I'm going to tell everybody. Seventy five percent of podcasts fail, and she's like, "How do you fail a podcast?" And I said, "You give up. You stop doing it." That is a huge statistic. That's a big number. And what that says to me is, how do you fail? You give up. You just stop trying. Mm -hmm. And so that would be the same thing with existing. Now, sometimes it's too painful, and I understand that. But everything else is surrendering. Mm. I like that a lot. That's a really good answer. It also, I think, doesn't mean that... um, you can't try something new. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you could sometimes giving in is saying this isn't working. Yeah. This thing this thing that I keep trying that keeps feeling exhausting, it's it's not working. It's like I'm trying to open this door and it won't open, right? Mm-hmm. So it's okay. So that's kind of giving in too and saying, "Okay, I surrender. That's clearly not the way." Right? But it doesn't mean, like Ambie's saying, it doesn't mean giving up completely and saying, well, I'm not, I'm just not going to try anymore. I'm not going to do anything. It just means saying, okay, that's not the way. I'm open to seeing the way. What is the way? What, what feels better to me? What feels easier to me? Um, what feels more in alignment with me, you know? Um, okay, there's another question. Did you and also more? really quick, not overthinking the answer. Because I feel like a lot of people can overthink, what am I supposed to do next? Where am I supposed to go next? And like, I don't want to make the wrong choice. Mm. But truly being stagnant is the only wrong choice. Mm-hmm. Like sitting where you are in the discomfort and not knowing where to go, 
that's the worst choice. And you've already done that. We already know what that is. Mm -hmm. So you can't make a wrong choice. You just have to, you just have to choose. That's so crazy. You brought that up because I wrote down three things before we started this podcast. One is breakdown breakthrough. The second is it doesn't matter what you do. It matters that you do something. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And the third thing was pattern interrupt. Not sure what that was about. Um, But yeah, like what we've been teaching people. Yeah. Yeah. But exactly. Like sometimes when you've been stuck in a place for a long time, we were talking to someone yesterday and they're like, I just don't know what to do because I, I, I think of doing this, but then I don't do it. And then I think of doing this and then I'm like, I'm not sure. And we were like, well, when you're in that position, it literally doesn't matter what you do. It matters that you do something. It doesn't even matter mm-hmm. if it's the wrong choice. It matters that you start moving because if you don't move, if you don't take some sort of action – you're not going to learn or be able to feel your way into like what is right for you. So you need to just take some action and move from where you are and build some momentum, you know? Um, A lot of people I think are so afraid to make a mistake that they get stuck in this place and then they don't, they get, they get, uh, they get into this pattern of, of inertia. No, 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 no. That's not the right word. They get in this Mm -mm. pattern of being stuck afraid to take a to take a chance and uh hold on people are saying stuff (sighs) also i really have to pee (laughs) really bad i drink so much you and your tiny bladder i drink so much coffee. we never record at this time and i drink so much coffee Um, alexa has the smallest bladder you'll i do well you vamp i need 30 seconds okay all right So the other thing that I think um, pattern interrupting, let's talk about that because that's a fun one. So essentially um, what we were talking about with our group is pattern interrupting is really important because what it does is it not only gives you a new tool to use, but it actually rewires your subconscious mind. So a good example of this would be um, I tend to overdo things. So I will um, like do the dishes, I'll, I'll clean the kitchen, I'll start vacuuming, I'll do things around the house, but then I'm really resentful the whole time because I'm the only one, I'm air quoting, I'm the only one doing it, right? When in actuality, like I haven't asked for help. So how do other people know to help me? So a pattern interrupt for this, because then it spirals into an argument and it spirals into me feeling abandoned and then it just spirals out of control. And it's all coming from something that's it's essentially in my head. So pattern interrupting for this instance would be um, when my husband or sees me like doing the dishes and vacuuming, which are two things I don't really do at the same time. I'll do one or the other. Um, if he sees this pattern, he just comes up and gives me a hug and asks if he can help or... Um, ask me what's going on or tells me that I'm worthy or just hugs me, whatever the case may be, but he's validating me. And then he's also telling me that I don't need to overdo myself to feel um, worthy. And so if you can come up with some kind of system with yourself or with your partner to interrupt this pattern or this cycle of feeling unworthy or this cycle of feeling alone things like that, it really helps rewire that subconscious part of your brain. Yeah. Because you notice, oh, I'm doing it again. Mm-hmm. And you're taking a new action. 
which is going to change the pattern. Yes. Awesome. Um, Let's read those questions. Yeah. Thanks for that beautiful vamp. That was great. And I just slid right in and I already knew what you were talking about. Great. Um, (laughs) Nobody would even know you left if you were just listening. (laughs) So uh, Mary Jane said, how you come to acceptance when you're grieving? I guess I don't accept what happened and I'm still upset and angry. That's okay. That's a part of the grieving process. I mean, there, there are stages of grief and grief can not only come from death. Grief can come from any type of loss or traumatic event that has happened in your life. Actually, I just learned about this in this new mediumship class I'm taking. Yeah. So, um, but you just kind of have to allow yourself to, to be in that mode of unacceptance. That's a very normal process of grief and know that you're going to go to the new the new phase of grief and there's no time frame of how long you should be in that phase for. Mm. Yep. It's the same as what we were talking about in the beginning. You just have to kind of accept where you are. And that's the hu- hardest thing for humans to do. That's what we're mm-hmm. learning. Like mm-hmm. accept what we are, accept what we feel, stop distracting ourselves and feel it. Because I I always say this in – I always say this when I'm, like, talking about tapping. It's like – and I've said this on this podcast before. Your emotions are like lights on your dashboard of your car. They're telling you, hey, you need more oil. Hey, Mm -hmm. you need more gas. Hey, check your engine. Like, something's going on. And if you would just do what you do in your car and be like, oh, I got to check my engine. Okay. And you go and you check your engine and see something needs a little fixing. You take it to the shop. You do the thing, right? Yeah. Or you say, hey, I'm low on oil. Okay, you put more oil in, get more gas, whatever it is, then the car would just keep running. It's not a big deal. But Mm -hmm. what we do is we're like, nope, I'm not looking at that. And so I'm not going to get oil. Yeah. So your car runs out of oil. You run, you drive your car on oil, which I used to do this. Literally, I used to freaking do this when I lived in LA. I was like, I can't see that because I don't know how to pay for that. I'm, I just graduated college and I don't know what to do about this. So I would literally like hurt my car and get myself into these crazy situations because I wasn't willing to accept what was happening. And so this is a metaphor for you and your emotions. Listen to your emotions. They're hard sometimes. It's scary sometimes. And, and in that, if it's too scary to look at yourself, ask for support. There's lots mm-hmm. of different types of support you can get. It's really important. We need each other right now. You know, yeah. Arc 9 says this all the time. They're like, you need each other. Like, do not hesitate to reach out, to invest in yourself, to invest in your support, to invest in someone to hold your hand or guide you through something that's difficult because that's, that's, what, we're all, that's what we're all here for. Um, Definitely. Did you agree? Um, Tammy said, I think this is a response to what we were talking about right before this, said, I felt attacked yesterday and considered giving up because I take things to heart. And I felt like, how can I keep putting myself out there and not allow others' hurtful remarks and their trauma reactions to not derail me? Ambie gave me some encouragement along with some other mentors, and now I'm not feeling that give up pressure. Good, Tammy. That's good. That's good. She also said, when you have a huge heart, you put out a lot of love, but you also have a big job to protect your heart too. I'm not sure how that looks like when the attack comes from your perceived circle of safe people. Well, I mean, there's a lot of like, 
Um, my little one's just like, what's up? Um, <laughs> we need those lights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I would say that here's the thing with, with your perceived circle of, of safe people, right? Let's talk about this on like a very extreme scale, not just social media, but let's say that you're in a group of people and you get raped by someone that you know. That's a huge trauma, one. And it's also a huge violation of trust for now you feel like you can't trust anybody. Does that mean you can't trust anyone ever again? No. But does it mean that people that you perceive as trustworthy and you can rely on, does that mean that they're going to make poor decisions and um, really come from a place of not feeling how their actions will affect other people. No, that's, that's not what that means. That means that, yes, they will do that sometimes because they're human beings just like you are. Does that mean that rape is okay? No, I do not agree with rape. But that's, it's an extreme version to get my point across, okay? Um, however, sometimes bad things happen. And sometimes people that you trust, you felt like, wow, I really can't trust them. Whether I agree with that or not, if you feel that way, then it doesn't mean you can't trust anyone ever again. Don't, like Brandon says, don't throw the bathwater out with the, or the baby, baby out with the bathwater. Bath yeah, don't throw the, anyway, but don't get rid of the whole situation just because one person did you wrong. That's not, yeah. that's not, you're not learning anything. You're basically hiding, you're avoiding at that point. Yeah. Which is also a part of the grief process, actually. And so if that's where you are in the grief process, then that's cool. I would say that for like something very traumatic, like a rape, that would be a very normal response. That would be a very understandable response to want to hide from everybody for a while. Mm, yeah. Good answer. Tammy also asked, this is a good question. Can you guys share? And then after this, I want to share something for you guys. Um, but Tammy said, can you guys share how you handle the comments that bite? It's a good question for us. Not well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Better now. Go ahead. You answer first. Well, I was just thinking about like the first time we got it. Remember that review we got like yeah. pretty early Oh no, on. that's what I was thinking about too. Yeah. <laughs> Which wasn't even it was it was backhandedly mean. Oh, fuck that lady. Okay. Keep it was going. okay, it was not nice. But um it was disguised as like nice, but it wasn't nice, which I think oh, made it even it worse, probably. Um yeah. but uh anyway, I was just thinking back then how kind of we reacted to that and how we react to things now. I mean we had a we had a uh kind of difficult conversation this past week um with someone where we had to listen to some things that didn't feel so nice you know about <laughs> us about yeah. us and about like what we're doing and um and i would say we handled it extremely well like it did it did it does it mean it didn't hurt no but i think what it allowed me to do, I'll just speak for myself, is it allowed me to ask myself, okay, what part of this is true? What part of this do I feel is true? If any, do I feel that this is true? 
first of all, I acknowledge this other person's perspective and I acknowledge that that's how they feel and they feel that way from their own experience. And it's really saying a lot about them versus necessarily about me, right? It's saying a lot about what they've experienced and what triggers them and, and what's important to them. And I value that and I honor that. So then I can say, okay, what part of this is truly true for me? Okay, mm-hmm. I can see this. Yeah, I can see that. That that I can resonate with that. And that part, maybe. And this part, no, I actually don't agree with that, right? And so the parts that I agree with, I can actually take that and say, hey, that's that's true. I could do better there, you know? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that I'm a bad person. It just means, okay, I, I just learned something. I, I think I could do better there, and they're pointing that out in me. And then mm-hmm. the other parts, I can say, no, I actually feel really strong about this part. And I feel like I'm doing a good job there. I, I, I trust myself. I value myself. And I actually believe in myself in that area. So that part I don't so much resonate with. And I think it just biting comments really give you an opportunity to say, why does this hurt so bad? What is this pointing out in me that I could learn from? Yeah. And what is it pointing out in me that I know that I do really well? You know, mm-hmm. like, how is this giving me an opportunity to acknowledge who I really am? Like, one thing that I've said this week as this stuff has come up is like, hey, I'm a good person. Like, I'm a really good person. I know that. I have really pure intentions. I want to help people. And I know that about myself. So people can be upset or whatever, but at the core, I know that, and that's what I need to get up every day and continue on. So people can get upset, but I know that my intentions are in the right place, and that helps me feel good even if others are upset. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I think that's a really good response. Um, And I would also say when you feel hurt by someone's comment, there's some validity to it. Mm-hmm. It means that there's something going on there that you need to double check. Because if someone says to me, you are, and I've had all of these comments, these are real life comments that people have said to me, um, you were taking advantage of people. Well, I don't feel like that's true in any way. So fuck off. That's fine. Um, or someone has said to me, um, you're going to go to hell for what you tell people. Okay. Like it literally has no impact on me. But if someone says you lack intelligence, ooh, that stinks because I'm insecure about it because there's some validity to it, right? Whether it is because they don't have a bachelor's degree or whether it is because I was told that as a child or because I have dyslexia, it's irrelevant why it's true. There is some validity to it. And I am like, oh, right? Now, does that mean I'm a bad person or my intentions are bad? No, it just means that maybe I'm not great at reading. That's okay. Everybody has strengths and weaknesses, which reading is not one of my strengths. But when I have someone tell me, like, I'll give you a really good example. I had someone tell me that I was going to go to hell because I am trapping spirits in order to communicate with them. And I paused and I was like, wait a minute, is that what mediumship is? Holy shit. Like, am I keeping people against their will? Like, oh my God. And I instantly felt like, I don't want to do that. Like, that's not what I signed up for. 
And so the next time I had a reading, I asked that person like, Hey, are you here against your will? Like, do you have to be here right now? Can you leave whenever you want? And they started laughing and they're like, we don't have to be here. We're coming here because I want to talk to my daughter. And I'm like, that makes more sense. And he would like laughed at me. And I was like, yeah, that feels right. That feels, that feels valid. But it was that, that, like, I can understand where you're coming from. If you feel like that's your truth, that mediums are going to go to hell because they're trapping spirits to communicate with them. Hey man, I get that. Like that's some pretty messed up stuff, but that's not my truth. Mm -hmm. So everybody's different. Yeah. And I think what you're pointing out is it really gives you an an opportunity to ask yourself, that's kind of what I was alluding to, like, what is my truth? What is my truth? What What can I I take from this? How can I improve from this feedback, from this experience? Because I'm having Mm -hmm. this experience for my growth, right? From the ultimate perspective always, right? And how can I take the positive from this and expand? And how can I ground more deeply into my truth and who I am and get stronger in that? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, uh, Becky said, I remember the zero fucks given podcast. That has become a mantra. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was the best. Uh, um, I want a t-shirt that says that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> zero fucks given. Um, so, okay. So I wanted to – this has been a really great talk, and thanks for everyone for being a part of it. I wanted to just give everyone I, – I felt inspired to do like a little like f- – three-minute tap for everyone. Oh, this is exciting. Let's do it. Um, Just about everything we talked about today, kind of encompassing it all. We were talking about um, uh, acceptance, right? Like giving in without giving up, feeling defeated, feeling attacked, right? So everyone, if you want to do this along with me, um, just uh, all you'll have to do is tap where I tell you to tap and repeat after me, okay? So tap the top of the head, take a deep breath. (sighs) Repeat after me. This has been a really hard week. There's been a lot coming up for me that's been hard for me to look at and hard for me to accept. Tap the top of the eyebrows, above the bridge of the nose, and that's okay. It's possible that it's okay for me to be where I am with all of this. Now tap the side of the eyes, the temples. Part of me has been feeling so defeated because I'm hurt or I'm angry or I'm sad. And I want you to just tune in to how specifically that applies to you. Like what, what, are, what are you specifically sad or angry or hurt about? And just describe it for like 15 seconds. Keep tapping your temples. And take a deep breath. Tap the cheekbones. I'm open to loving and accepting myself. Even with the sadness or anger or hurt about what? Tap under the nose. Part of me doesn't want to acknowledge this. Because I don't want to hurt. 
I just want to keep moving so I don't have to think about it. Tap under the lips. But I'm open now to the possibility that it's safe to acknowledge this. It's safe to feel this. And it's possible that if I feel this, I can heal this. Deep breath. (sighs) Tap the chest. Part of me feels like all is lost. And maybe some things are lost. But it's possible that whatever is lost is making way for new. And even though it feels like I'm breaking down and everything is ending, I'm creating the new belief that things are just reorganizing and everything is really just beginning. I deeply and completely love and accept myself Deep breath. Good. And put your hands like this, if you can see it. Put all your fingertips together like you're like an evil genius. Push together. Close your eyes. And just feel this... uh, Grounding in these new beliefs, these new thoughts, these new possibilities. Take one more deep breath. (sighs) Let it out. Cool. How I like the hand thing at the end. I took that about. I took that from a. Abid. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a an, an, a guest on the show this week who's awesome and he does something really awesome and he I took oh my that gosh. from him. I'm so excited about it. I'm really excited too. Um cool. So Yay. if if that helped if that helped you guys, um if tapping helped you, um check out my YouTube channel, check out my TikToks. I do little baby uh, taps on there that you guys can use for free. She taps with babies. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, I tap with babies. (laughs) Um, If you want to go deeper on your issues and get some real movement, um, I would highly consider booking a private session. They're 90 minutes and we go really deep and uh, make some serious change pretty quickly. So... Um, yeah, you can get that on my website, alexasoothes.com. Everybody is saying, thank you. I needed that. That was lovely. Thank you for the tapping. Thank you. Oh, you guys are so welcome. I felt inspired to do that from the beginning. So I'm glad we could fit that in. Uh, and you guys could, um, you guys can replay that too. If you wanted it to be longer, just like replay mm-hmm. it as many times as you want. And also feel free to fill in the blanks differently. If you want to, if new things come up, you could use it like that too. Uh, Thank you so much for that, Alexa. Beautiful. You're so welcome. Um, Real quick, a couple housekeeping things. One is um, Awaken Atlantis, our mastermind, our year-long mastermind. We only have one spot left, you guys. And uh, we're 
we're like, really, I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm very excited to see who this last person is because this group is going through some stuff and yeah. uh, <laughs> they're they're going through their own breakdown and their own ways and their own breakthroughs. And it's, it's really, really powerful. It's getting off to a powerful start. And the coolest thing is that everybody who comes into the group, like we just had someone new come into the group who is opening up to their intuitive abilities. And they just met like one of their guides who was from Atlantis, like an Atlantean guide. And they were describing why all of us in this group are together and how it's like serving some bigger purpose that's unfolding and it's, it's just really exciting and um, the connection to Atlantis is like pretty magical. So if this has been calling out to you, if you're someone who you want to develop your gifts more, you want to um, be a change maker in the world, basically, if you want to be able to communicate and be seen and share your light, reach out to us. Um, privately, or you can send us email, innerbloompodcast.gmail.com, and let's have a conversation and see if this is the right fit for you. Yay. Awesome. Do you want to share anything, Ambie? I still have one spot left for growing your gifts. So if you wanted to, if you feel like you're intuitive and you want to grow your intuition, you want to grow your psychic abilities or your mediumship, it's a four-week one-on-one session, so four sessions total. Um, I put you into a secret group, and you get to practice with other human beings that are have been through the same thing, um, and it's really fun. So yeah. cool. Everybody who takes your – it's so cool because everybody's in that course is, like, exploding. Yeah, we have some people that took it that are in a wig in Atlantis, which is really fun. It's so fun. Cool. Yay. Um, oh, and I'm going to put out oh, – sorry. I'm going to put out like a smaller version of the class. You don't – obviously, you don't get to practice with other people, and it's not that one-on-one. So if you have questions, but it's going to be a smaller version on my website, and I'm going to – I think I'm going to sell it for like uh, 70 bucks. So Dope. look for that in July. Awesome. Um, yeah, and as always, check out our Patreon. We're doing a lot of really cool things on there. Ambie does energy updates every Sunday night. She gives like a whole energy forecast for the week so you know what to expect. Uh, we do moon circles. We talk to the Arc 9, all kinds of fun stuff. So check that out. It's in our show notes. And uh, yeah, I hope you all have a much better week this coming week. Really get some sleep, drink some water, ground down. I've been doing grounding like crazy, by the way, and it's really been happening. I've been putting my feet in the dirt. I've been putting my feet in the water. I've been really focusing on that. So everybody, just make sure you're taking care of yourself. And uh, we love you so much. And until next time, keep on blooming. Bye, everybody. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambie, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within. 